0: 1, 2,
1: 3,
0: 4, 3, 4, 3, 4, Darling, it's the Shy Life podcast.
1: Yes, but it's a buzzer to from. The High Life, the Shy Life.
2: You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere.
1: Hello, cool.
2: Delicious.
1: This particular episode of The Shy Life is a little more abstract than usual. Oh, Okay, looks like the hairy guy is ready to record.
0: Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I
1: hope he hasn't found out my secret.
0: I think he has. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Well... We're here this time to uh, discuss more music, and uh, Martin's here with me. Hi, Martin. Hello. Hi. how, are you, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, so, are you ready to discuss 1968?
2: Oh, as have, as you know, I know so little. I know so little. <laughs> you I have well. I have been listening to some monkeys while I've been cooking this week, oh, so yes. at least I'm in the right mind place, or in the right head. <laughs> I think,
0: I can't remember if I've got... Uh, since I've been using eBay, I can't remember if I've got—I've actually purchased uh, a Monkey's um, album on vinyl. Whether I'm just in some sort of. Um or uh, au- au- auction for, for a monkey's album it wasn't an expensive one but even the even the low price ones are in auction
2: I still have my sister's copies of more of the monkeys and headquarters uh the headquarters has a ripped sleeve so nobody would want to buy it but <laughs> the only thing I remember about them because i I used to love these when I was younger but the they are very thick vinyl they yeah. were real slabs of vinyl because yeah, yeah. and uh, the the Lps were I was buying the the LPS I was buying when I was um you know teenager in, in the, in the well presumably the 870s 80s were much thinner yes so it's yes. kind of kind of weird how thick those monkeys are especially how as they are very short
0: that's the other thing i bought some um, singles recently from the 80s which are from they're from the original you know from the time and they they yeah they are very very thin I, I i spoke to somebody and they said there was a a thing that was going on in the 80s and they and guess they are thin which i didn't know about and uh, you yeah, one of the ones i bought from ebay i shattered because but i could see what i mean it's like you know like wafer thin but um anyway well let's run the main theme music and when we come back we will talk to you about the big hits of 1968 business it's
1: time for my old buddy, old pal, from across the channel, across the pond, Bob Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. Oh, it's the shy
0: podcast. Yeah. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know.
2: Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep?
1: play. he's not all that shy. Is right. Gee.
0: <laughs> Blimey, me, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this.
1: Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait for it to begin.
0: It's the Shy Life Podcast. It's positively glowing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're back now uh, before we continue martin i just want to uh, uh, address the the listeners now now listeners um you may remember you may remember you, uh, you may not but episode 160 i believe it it is um it's called music on your birthday it was released on april the 7th 2018 now on that episode nick and i discussed some of the music from our years of birth and although my birth year is 73 nick's Birth year sixty eight. So, uh, if you go back, yes, about three years ago, we did touch on some of the hits of sixty eight, but not in the not in the, the depth that Martin and I are going to in this episode. <laughs> oh yes, forensic <laughs> detail. Yes, exactly. I think I think, um,
2: I think your regulars will know there's no forensics going on here. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, but, anyway, uh, you're, you're all so young. all you children. like you. No.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, but uh, yes, so. Um, do you have any memories of
2: 1968? So 68, I I start to to remember. I mean, obviously, I, that was the year I started school, so I have early school memories mm-hmm. uh, when I was four. Uh, I, I think I seem to remember I had to go to school before I was five because of mm-hmm. where my birthday was in the year. I was I was sort oh, of. Oh yes. Uh, so I actually ended up being like the youngest person mm-hmm. in my year, but having to. I, I can't remember. I think we started in the February rather than the. September but we, we had to do an extra half year of school or mm-hmm. something so mm-hmm. I have sort of those those horrific memories of, of being be- <coughs> beaten soundly by uh, oh God, Mrs something or Mrs mm. don't I, I can't remember her name but uh, yeah I do remember that because I, I I think I dislike but yeah r- hanging your stuff on pegs in it, all, all that stuff and you're having labels in your clothes so I remember that my sister is nine years older than me which basically means that when I was four or five years old she was uh, she was a teenager of the late 60s which of course was what a time to be alive mm. you know so actually she had a uh, one of these uh, she had a record collection she had a singles collection and so her singles collection that starts around about when she was 14 so 68 69 um, was the music we played, or she played, and I obviously borrowed uh, for probably the following five or six years. So actually, I'm I'm very familiar with the music of the late '60s, early '70s because we had a lot of it. And uh, and I, I, you know, it's quite a weird. I don't know anything about contemporary music. I sometimes don't know even anything about the contemporary music of when I should have been listening to music. Yeah, but my, yeah. but but I, it's like things like Zagrin and Evans. Oh yeah, I know that. Uh, yes. <laughs> because yes. it's it's from it from that time when my sister was collecting and buying music and um she had things like it wasn't called smash hits but there was something called i think disco 45 mm. which was uh had lyrics and you know it was the it was the pop magazine i think it was called yeah. disco 45 so yeah I, do, I sort of start to have memories about that that era it didn't i was never it was funny because music didn't feature you know how i think i've said this before how how beatles songs got played at school by kids with recorders yeah so the beatles sort of crept into the consciousness even as early as when i was at school which is only sort of what i think while the beatles were still you know together but um you know things like yellow submarine and and Songs like that had sort of crept into the conscience, but I was—I was never very musically savvy at the time. I was supposed to be. I've became became retrospectively musical savvy, if you see what I mean.
0: Yeah, well, I was a bit like that in the in the eighties, where I—I I, I think I—I mean, I did take in quite a lot of eighties music, but I, I wasn't buying it. But well, I was much more interested in the Beatles in, in sort of the, the mid eighties. Um, I, I think that's probably partly because. pocket money only goes so far and and you know maybe birthdays and christmas and stuff but uh, you don't have a lot of uh, ready cash when you're a 10 year old (laughs)
2: you you get funnily enough i think you 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 can underestimate the power of radio steam radio local radio whatever uh, radio one radio two to a certain extent because for most of it i mean for me for example we used to have we weren't a big musical family. My dad liked country and western, so you know we weren't a musical family. You know, my, mm-hmm. my mom, my mom liked um, my mom liked uh, the musicals. You know, uh, songs from the musicals, My Fair Lady. Uh, yeah. my, my grandfather was an organist, mm-hmm. so he used to play all the hits of the 30s and 40s. You know, uh, but in terms of contemporary pop, I think the only thing we really had on was Junior Choice. You know, the Ed Stewart. Radio show that was on in the mornings in the seventies, but of course, so things like the Seekers would turn up. So there was very much, very much, um, of its time, you know, but also not very necessarily the poppiest of pop.
0: If you see what I mean. Mm. Mm. I I did used to explore my parents' record collection, but uh, yeah, they, they, I wouldn't say they, they uh, necessarily had had a sort of in-depth collection by any means is that they had a couple of the late the late 60s Beatles singles because my dad would have been 30 in 1969 so I'm surprised if they had anything they would have I would have thought they would have had earlier 60s Mm. Beatles um, singles and stuff but uh, um, uh, well my better half's mum
2: is a Cliff Richard fan Mm. And that's because she's exactly the right age for when Cliff, Cliff Richard was having the hits in the, you know, when we've been talking yeah, about yeah, him. Yeah.
0: So, you know. My mum recently told me that uh, she'd seen Cliff Richard in a concert in the late 50s. Uh, um, right, I don't think she'd ever sort of particularly followed him beyond. I, I guess that might be been a school friend type situation. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, let, well let's see if I, I have a feeling we'll be hearing Cliff's name um, in 68 <laughs> but, uh, but for, and for decades to come before, yes but uh, <laughs> before we go any further I'm just going to pick through the events of 68 for a few interesting I won't read them all but, uh, but on January the 4th guitarist Jimi Hendrix is jailed by Stockholm police after trashing a hotel room during a, a drunken fist fight with bassist Noel Redding
2: he's a very naughty boy
0: <laughs> yes um, now I, I did see a um, well on February the sixteenth the Beatles, Mike Glove of the Beach Boys, Mia Farrow, Donovan and others travelled to India to visit the Maharishi Mahesh yogi at uh, Rishikesh. I hope I've pronounced all those words properly. Um, so that was then. Yes. yes. Yeah, I just kinda of thought it felt like it was earlier, unless they went went more than once, but uh, keep, um, keep on keep on going back there, Maharishi. Yeah. Have, a, have another go have
2: another go around the old
0: flower beds yeah um, on the 18th of February David Gilmore joins Pink Floyd um, and ruined it forever well, <laughs> Sid Barrett was still in the band but only for about two more months so he left in April on April the 6th um, but what else have we got I did see uh, um on March the 25th it, uh, the 58th and final new episode of the monkeys airs on NBC
2: now the monkeys i mean i'm a big big fan of the monkeys as you know i i, I do enjoy their stuff but w- did head come out while the television show was still being made or was it later I feel like it was later in 68 um, it was kind of on the back of the tv show i have
0: a feeling that that, that album is it the the bees the birds and the monkeys or whatever i think i think that was early 68 and that, that was um, that that was the album that still had a hit on it, sort
2: of. Had um, Naismith stopped doing the TV show? Because I'm, mm. I seem to remember seeing some on the television where Mickey's got the big afro hair or whatever, mm. the big you know perm or whatever it is, it is, and there's only three of them. Mm. And I'm sure... It's like Mike Naismith said, I'm far too sensible for this, and, and
0: oh, yeah, <laughs> listen watch. to the band. You know, your Weth. Yeah, went, I'm not know. sure, because he was... it. I'm sure they were all there for Head, but... Um, that's what um, I'm saying. I, th- yeah. I think it's sort of like he was
2: maybe bought back, but I just think maybe there just seemed to be a few TV episodes where he may be on the, the film of the performance stuff, mm. it, but it, he's it, not in the actual hijinks,
0: in the, you know, the acting bit, if you like. I really... I, I mean, this is one I think I've said to you before, that if, if I could just go and buy a DVD box set, I would have bought it. Mm. Um, but... I li- so I literally haven't seen any monkeys episodes since the eighties, and I don't even know which, like what seasons w- were shown, or whether it was just the first mm. season, or whether it
2: I was... think there was a, there was a DVD set, but it might have only been American, it mm. might My you own. know multi yeah. you know region one or whatever, but. Yeah. Uh. Um, on it's like Batman, really, isn't it? Same kind of thing. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> I
0: think they didn't get um, Batgirl in, in the third season of, of Monkeys. I don't know if there were three. I think there was, was there only two seasons of Monkeys. I can't remember now. Being um, <laughs> to Davy Jones in a purple jumpsuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <we> <laughs> they start bringing sort of uh, like like in, like in some of the sitcoms where they bring characters in when they're desperate for ratings. So it's they a weird a time character into uh, the monkeys.
2: Televisually, it's a weird time. Uh, you think because because and Martin's laughing would have been on by now. You know, suck it me suck it You know, and all and it's interesting that quite a few of the phrases from laughing sneak onto the monkeys album. So it's um, it's, it's, it's very much cross pollinating at that stage. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: now that this is this is a uh now on uh, the 4th of May, Mary Hopkin performs on the British TV show Opportunity Knocks. Right. Hopkin catches the attention of model Twiggy who recommends her to Paul McCartney who will soon sign Hopkin to Apple Records. That's a weird mm. sort of, <laughs> sort of uh, twist. It is odd, of, well, isn't it? A sort of, a, you know, a, a chain of events, I suppose. Uh, but this is,
2: again this is musicians starting to take control of their own careers, you know. Mm. I mean, it's, 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 it's fascinating stuff, really. And And actually, you know, Music producers becoming music producers. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's kind yeah. of, kind of
0: interesting
2: that oh, uh, Hop- Copkin did. She she did record a couple of McCartney songs, didn't
0: she? Yes, yeah. Um, well, I won't, I won't say too much in case we come across them. Mm. But, uh, um, May the thirtieth, the Beatles begin recording the White Album. And uh, the, set, the sessions would span over. Looks four Looks like months. I'm going to buy the White Album again. I just did last <laughs> year again. <laughs> how many copies is that now <laughs> I, uh, well, I definitely have a tape copy I've definitely got a CD copy and now I've got a vinyl copy so, mm. um, I don't know that I still have the tape copy that might have gone yeah. the way of all things mm. tape related except you're for the need a bigger
2: bungalow bill
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, what else have I got here the Yardbirds perform their last mm. performance in, on the 7th of July
2: Right.
0: Simon and Garfunkel give a live concert at the Hollywood Bowl in August Wow. Um, I have
2: got there on vinyl somewhere. I've got the concert in Central Park, which is what used to be one of my favourite albums, of course, because I don't have a vinyl player. It's, it's there on the shelf now. But
0: uh, I can play you my, play my vinyl down the phone. <laughs> um.
2: <laughs> There's a lovely scene, actually, I saw it the other day. It's uh, on the Mark Commode film programme, and it was talking about Head, weirdly. Mm. And it was showing Spike Milligan running around in circles with a needle... Mm. To to make sound come out of a record, he's just running round and round the record. Yeah. yeah, it makes me think. Well, maybe I should do that. I should get just get a needle and, and run round. <laughs> yes.
0: Seventh um, uh, of September, Led Zeppelin performed for the first time. Really? But they're billed as the New Yardbirds. Uh, right. At the that time. Makes sense. Uh, Led Zeppelin. Do like a bit of Led Zeppelin? I'm a, I'm a bit I'm a bit on the fence about Led Zeppelin. I, 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 I was a very
2: late uh, developer when it came to Led Zeppelin. Mm. Um, someone I mean, someone recommended as one of the best albums of all time, Led Zeppelin 2, mm. which I bought, and I didn't really take to it. Mm. Uh, and then later on someone made me a recording of Led Zeppelin 4, yeah. and I put it on the tape, and again, I didn't really take to it. And someone lent me something called Dread Zeppelin, which was a <laughs> kind of reggae versions of Led yeah. Zeppelin. And I I listened to that and I didn't and I still wasn't taken to it. Then suddenly uh, I heard Kashmir and and went to Asda and just and they had a the Asda had a sale on where they were selling off CDs of Led Zeppelin mm. and I bought about six Led Zeppelin albums well, on
0: on CD and they are magnificent. The the funny thing is it's Kashmir it's, that is that is the track that I most mm. like of them and if if I, if I was. If any track was going to get me into the mall, it would be Kashmir. So, it's Kashmir funny, it's an interesting one. <laughs> one.
2: I, I find it's it used to last the the eight minutes it used to take me to uh, drive from the station to my house mm. was exactly the length of Cashmere, more yeah. or less. And what it was is I used to start directing the film and I kept thinking what you need is a scene in a film where someone's just driving along and they slam the door at the end just as it finished and I, th- I could time I could time it to the second as, as as a as a movie sequence. It'd be possibly the most self indulgent piece of filmmaking ever, but I just could see that scene in my head. Somebody needs to do it. There's a lovely 12 and a half minute version on the on Plant and Page's No Quarter album, which I do sometimes point people at because it's got Egyptian musicians and a little bit of Twiddly Foddly in it. And it's a very good version. It's always worth tracking down. That, you I could know. do it
0: like, you could do the scene. Now, sorry, listeners, we're going off into, into <laughs> to very visual things, but now I've got he's giving me an idea. So you've got the driving scene for eight minutes, but it's like, it's all gone very... Ryan De Mm. and the screen is split so something else is Mm. happening on the other side. Oh yes. So you're seeing something, maybe somebody is I mean we're not talking, it's not your house, we're we're imagining a driving thing. Maybe somebody's doing something at the house and and the person is driving towards them and they need to do something in the house before they get caught or something so.
2: Well um, maybe we should make it more relevant to when we're talking about, make it the Thomas Crown affair. (laughs) (laughs) Ah dear. um, That split screens thing was very much a a late 60s trope wasn't mm. it?
0: So so, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, well, there we go. We're back in business. <laughs> Brian De Palma probably stole it from the hat. Um.
2: Well, no, I, ju- I, I think he just did it in a different way. I mean, yeah. but De Palmer was, a, 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 was and is a very big movie fan. I mean, mm, yes. the, the whole sort of tribute to Battleship Potemkin in... Um, uh, untouchable is that is that department is isn't it because yeah, Hitch- a lot of hitchcock references yes precisely so you know i i think homage is is kind but i think he, he also does it with a certain amount of class so yeah. i think we'll forgive him yeah
0: okay <laughs> i think i've got two or three more little facts mm-hmm. before we start the actual songs um it's I mean, a long I, episode, this, Paul, i like It's, it's, censored. <laughs> it's a good thing we're not doing two years anymore. Um, hey, Paul. November the 22nd, um, <laughs> the Beatles, they release the White Album, but on the same day, the Kinks or the Village Green Preservation Society is released, which is, <laughs> I, I, as much as I like the White Album, I also really, really like that Ooh, album too. Oh, that's that difficult, is
2: If you've only got the pocket money to buy one... Oof.
0: Oh, dear, it would have been very difficult. I would, have to have, I would have had to have tap-danced outside the record shop to make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Although I wouldn't have known. I mean, nobody really talked about that album until the 90s. we we'll dance for LPs. Yeah. <laughs> it was only really... Well, I only heard about that album in the 90s when yes. the Park Life came out by Blur and mm. it was compared as a comparable album to...
2: Well, I mean, my copy of Pet Sounds is, it was, it was ridiculously late in my life, you know, so...
0: Um, we have two, two more um, interesting little facts. Mm. 20th of December, Peter Tork leaves the monkeys. Um, to talk Yeah, I, 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 I guess it was him yeah. who. Left. I was kind of thinking it, it wasn't him who left, but uh, um, and then uh, the well, small he didn't face mean for long did he? I mean, I swear. Well, um, and on the thirty first of December, small faces broke up. Um, so yeah, so it, was, it was. a... You uh,
2: Should have used more moisturiser.
0: <laughs> now, is there anything else on? here that we need to know about? Well, Nick was born obviously. Oh yes, Nick was born <laughs> um, not until October though so a lot of it he doesn't know yeah, I'll, I'll keep this page up in case we need to come back to it but I think it's time to get on to the actual number ones du, 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 du. in the UK So, um, With a bullet So, um, the first number one of 1968 um, although um Well, the first unique number one of 1968 was Georgie Fame, The Ballad of Bonnie and Clyde. But Ah, I think that the previous number one had probably gone... um, Because the previous number one had been seven weeks, so I think it went from december into january yes and guess what that one was that was hello goodbye by the Beatles. Oh, enough.
2: so i can make um, the same joke <laughs> as i made on the bit you've had to cut out that's yes
0: <laughs> um so yes yeah. so, so you the, don't need
2: to cut it out now that's no, 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 that's no it's spirit. just oh. we we're in the
0: wrong country but, oh, dear. Until i gotta be public enemy number one <laughs> i don't think yeah i don't think i i was thinking i was looking at this list yesterday and thinking do i know because i do know most of the songs that were number one this year, but that one, the one I keep thinking about, Bonnie and Clyde, is the French one, the the Bunny and Clyde uh, by. No. What's his name? And what's, the her, what's her Clyde, name? Uh, Was it One Brave Man? He tried to take them
2: alone. They left him dying in a pool of blood and laughed about it all the way home. It's very georgie fan. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't
0: think, I don't think I know this one. It's what we want to have to listen to when uh, I Bonnie and Clyde be public enemy number one. It was only number, only number one for one week, so... Yeah, um, but uh, my sister bought it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know
2: whether she bought it at the time. It, it, it's interesting, we, uh, uh, there's another little story about this, is quite a lot of her record collection seemed to come from um, jukeboxes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the the big hole in the middle was was empty. You'd have, you had to buy separate ones because they used to sell off the old content from the jukeboxes, so that mm. could be when, when she got them. She might have got it a year or
0: two later, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Jukeboxes, God Holmes, you are showing your age. Oh, I used to, when, when we used to go into pubs a lot in the 90s, I, I was always, well, even beyond that, I was, when I see a jukebox, I was always, so you were there. Old. Yeah. A,
2: A17. <laughs> or oh, meant A18. Oh, 10 now, plays for a pound.
0: Oh, that, actually, I think we only probably got about three or four by the time mine was having a go oh, at it. But, go. um, so our next number oh, no, one... You say,
2: I can tell you a story about uh,
0: Carleon, where I was at college. Carleon, yeah. which is the mm-hmm. South Wales...
2: Used to be the mm-hmm. capital of the Roman, uh, Roman South Wales. Mm-hmm. And they used to have several, a lot of pubs and quite a lot of students. Mm-hmm. But I actually went round... I remember this very vividly. I went round the town putting a pound in all the jukeboxes <laughs> when you were a student had some spare cash <laughs> and put on a rhinestone cowboy... On every single jukebox, just so I could stand on the village green because everybody in the pub would sing it, <laughs> and, you, and it and it was usually you couldn't get it to synchronize perfectly. That was the dream, oh, yeah. but, you, but we'd dash into these pubs as, as we were passing them, we'd put set it on the jukebox, and just put it on on
0: repeat, basically, <laughs> <laughs> and so you'd get. Yeah, sorry, that's just one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, so our next number one is one I think we will recognise. Um, it's Everlasting Love by Love Affair uh, for two weeks. Um, interesting, I, yeah. Um, I presume that's the one I'm thinking of. The everlasting that? love. That yeah. one, I presume it's that one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Although it's interesting because you start making up lyrics, don't you? i you
0: Open up your eyes, then you'll realise. <laughs> Is that the one? Here yeah,
2: I I presume, I'm presuming it's that one.
0: Is that the one? Yeah, I'm presuming it's that one. Um,
2: yeah, it's all right, I just... Occasionally, accidentally slipping thighs instead of eyes, and that's a different song. <laughs> oh,
0: dear. <That's> only <laughs> on certain jukeboxes. In certain pubs. I've, ju- I've just taken you. You've, you've now become a PG. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there one day. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so our, and our next number one was Manfred Mann, Mighty Quinn. Ah, oh, come on with that. Uh, come on within. Uh, yeah, that's a Bob Dylan song, isn't it? Um, yeah, although no. I, don't, I don't think I've ever... I'm not sure if I've heard his. It's it's, it's um their version that I th- I presume I, I know best. Um.
2: Manfred Mann are a peculiar actor. I I I think I've mentioned this before, but in Trivial Pursuit, it was always Herman's Hermit, Manfred Mann, or what was the third one? Uh. Uh, but there was always it was always one of these if you were guessing. Yes. Um. But uh, Manfred Mann uh, I I rediscovered recently because there was a song lyric in my head for years. And I genuinely did not know who did it. And it was, she uh, she walked through the corn leading down to the river. Her hair shone like gold in the hot morning sun. She took all the love that a poor boy could give her and left me to die like a fox on the run. And the song Fox on the Run is a Manfred Mann song. Mm. So yeah. I rediscovered Manfred Man When I finally found out who did that song <laughs> Yes yeah. and So I, that's again, it's another fairly recent purchase It'll become now, when, when I check it It'll be a completely different
0: band But there we go Yeah, it's a bit like when I heard Autumn Almanac years ago And I couldn't work out who that was Because I'd never heard it before And, and the I, Autumn Almanac Yeah, and, and that got me into the, the sort of yeah, Into the, the buying King's. the Kinks' greatest hits and stuff But... Uh...
2: It's interesting. I, I have somebody who who genuinely genuinely thinks that you can't be a Kinks and a Beatles fan, and you are obviously, you know, it's a bit like the Oasis and Blur of of the late sixties.
0: You know, it's kind of kind of weird. I've I've I've, I've managed I've managed to do Beatles and Kinks, but easier than than um, the Blur and Oasis. I think. Mm. Um, so yes, yeah, so that was number Mighty Queen was number one for two weeks, mm. and then we have apologies if I don't pronounce it right. Uh, Esther and Abby offer him uh, Cinderella Rockefeller. Oh you're the lady, you're the lady, you're, you're the, the lady, lady, the lady. I feel like, I feel that was um, like um, done by Raw Sex on an episode of, uh, of <laughs> the Fetch and Saunders, but I might be wrong. But, um. There were quite
2: a few songs like that in the late 60s, which are actually a bit, you know, uh, very,
0: well, we say, very
2: easy to parody in, if you yeah. are being a bit loose.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, of of the number ones up to up till that point in 1968, that was the longest running, in that it lasted for three weeks. Really? Um, so uh, it was no flash in the pan. But uh, um, now uh, our next number one is our old favourites, Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Titch, with uh... the Legend of Xanadu. Uh, and, oh, okay, yes, this is my... I've realised this is my sister's record collection, yeah. Dun, <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Oh, brilliant. Is this the one with the whip? Or oh, yeah, it, I think it's, so,
2: yeah. Well, it's yeah. Certainly, it certainly sounds like a whip, whether it is a whip, I don't know, but it's... Yeah, it's it's got a it's got a kick to it. That one hasn't it? You know, it's 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 a bit of it's a, it's
0: the Red Bull of the charts. <laughs> I'll have to I'll have to look into this, but I'm pretty sure he ended up whipping himself in in some live performance. Like, uh, <laughs> like uh, but I might be wrong.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, maybe he just liked doing it. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like a it hair shirt, ex- isn't it? Some it people like accident.
0: to punish themselves. I Did it by accident, honest? <laughs> <laughs> it only lasted for one week, so. Um, uh-huh. Maybe he had to have a rest after I that think my sister week. just had this thing for One Week Wonders. It's kind yeah. of weird. <laughs> um, And so our next number one is our old friends, The Beatles, with Lady ah. Madonna. Lady Madonna. Um, so really, they're still releasing... Well, they're releasing singles that aren't on albums proper. Um, mm. Although the... That the album cynical of cynical marketing ploy. Yes, the al- the album of um, uh, Magical Mystery Tour. That was a, an EP, but mm. it does exist as an album with like All You Need Is Love and Hello Goodbye. And I'm not sure if that came out at the time or whether that came a bit later or quite mm. what. Well. I guess it came out at the time. But uh. I think you can
2: understand though why the both the the red and the blue you know the was it sixty three sixty seven and sixty sixty seven seventy albums or whichever one it was or the sixty three sixty six uh, were so popular if yes. that's if that was you know they weren't actually on sort of l p s yes. before that you can see why they sold by the bucket and they are let's face it fabulous <laughs> Yeah, it's not they, really a, the the funny thing about you know a Beatles collection you know of any kind is there's actually very rarely a completely duff song that you can skip you
0: know uh, a, a while back I looked at a few lists of more, well Beatles songs bad to good or good to bad mm. or, or or just top 10 worst Beatles songs mm. and and I got better. I had to be I had to be um I had to be, be, be calmed down given chamomile tea because i mm. i got very cross about uh, some of the ones that have been suggested as being the worst but uh, oh people
2: all the people's lists always irritate i think this is the uh, one of the great truisms of the world i mean i was reading somebody yesterday's sort of top their uh, their james bond films in order and they and they and they started with octopussy and you go you get stop it stop it now <laughs> Was that their I mean, least
0: favourite or their favourite? No, that was their
2: favourite. That was their favourite, and you okay. just kind of think, uh, well, okay, no, and you know they're entitled to their opinion,
0: and they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but then I then again, I, um, I often say Future Kill is my favourite, but Future Kill is mm. better than Octopus, surely. It, uh, well, you would. even if it isn't really the number one, but it's my number one. But but, uh,
2: uh, talk, talking of oh, well, no, we did do actually, we did do one, did we? We did do an episode like you can you can yeah. you can plug that one as well because yes. we don't do one about the Bond music, but. um... But the um, yeah, I, I, it's it's difficult, isn't it? That a list like that, you know. I mean, I mean, and let's face it, you you can't get a cigarette paper between so many Beatles. You can't say, well, that's better than
0: that. You know, you can have favourites, but I have different favourites on different days. You know, it's it's. I just don't like the way that they say that the more novelty ones are bad because they are novelty ones. The well,
2: king. it's just an old thing about being emphatic, and I also think. I mean, I've downstairs. I've got a CD of she's just Ringo Starr and his all-star band, you know um, and It Don't Come Easy is on there and that's just a fabulous track, so to, to even to just dismiss
0: them because they're Ringo singing I think mm. is is to be oversimplifying it really yeah. My favourite um, Ringo single so my favourite solo Ringo Ringo single, God, that's difficult to say mm. is, is it Photograph I think That's from about 74 it's a bit of a sentimental one, but it's quite a good one um uh, so our next number one, we're into April now, is Cliff Richard's Congratulations, which I think was the Euro- our Eurovision entry yeah, that year as, as well. Yeah,
2: that is. I, I always associate it with, with the Eurovision Congratulations, and I'm never absolutely convinced that I just, he, he, he actually did a different one. And that's just the one people remember, but I think it was, wasn't it?
0: Because he won, didn't he? Um he, Or did he come second? Um he finished second. Right. Finished second to Spain's entry la 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 by just one point. Ah
2: um, and, and and the and the generation of resentment
0: began. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah, it was a big hit though for, throughout Europe. <laughs> but
2: uh, It's like the people who was it Ultravox's Vienna not making the number one spot because of Joe Joe Dolce. <laughs> <Don't> you, shut <laughs> it up. It feels face. the same. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Although it's made it more memorable. So Common People by Pulp didn't make it to number one either. That's, mm. that's that number two for ages. What was that? Uh, what, what was what kept that off the top? I can't remember. now. I'm oh, sure it okay. was something, something like Robson Jerome or something like uh, that. Oh, so, Lord! Yeah. So, um, so, moving on. Um, now we have two number ones in a row that lasted for four weeks, which okay. aren't, aren't the longest. There is one that stayed for six, but. But so far, that's the longest. Mm. These are the longest-serving singles. And uh, first up, we have Louis Armstrong. What a wonderful world! I think it's a double A, a double A side with Cabaret. But I guess What a Wonderful World was the one that was played more. Was that?
2: It um, was that about the time he died? Because um, I know that his recording for Honor Majesty's Secret Service was very
0: much towards the end of his life. He died. He died in seventy-one. Oh right. Um, okay. But so. I think. Um, yeah, I have a feeling that okay. that single was close. Was close at the time. Because um, I thought you were going to tell me it was it was
2: a double double A side with uh, you know we have all the time in the world because because mm-hmm. that sixty eight is about the right time for um, yes um, sixty eight sixty nine isn't it really I suppose um, on a Majesty sixty nine is more but yeah
0: interesting that's probably what got him the gig man <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> um, apparently yeah th- this is. Um, The the double-A side, the the other part, Cabaret, is is Cabaret from Cabaret. Mm. Um, uh, Interesting. uh, It does fascinate me, that. um,
2: You know, because people used to say, you know, about Louis Armstrong, and and they didn't quite believe you when you said, oh, yeah, that's from a Bond film. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It seems uh, too sweet a song. Yeah. That's really for next year, but... Yes, yeah. Um... Actually, sort of, I, have been, I have been looking at 1969, and mm. it's quite an exciting year. I'm quite... Ex- mm. I'm almost... As it, oh. it may, may, I, I don't want to... I'm I don't not doing print. much tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so, our next... Our next, um, uh, our next number one for four weeks is uh, Gary Puckett and the Union Gap, Young Girl. <sighs> That's... Um, yeah. yeah. The
2: is that Young Girl Get Out My girl Hair? Girl.
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm.
2: Um, the Union Gap makes you wonder what that's all about. I'm sure that is something very profound that I should know more about, really. Yeah,
0: they're an American group, active mm. in the late 60s, only, ava- only available, only running from 67 to 71. Um, but you try
2: and form a union now in America, you will
0: Oh, they did have... Um, they had other hits other than... Running. In America, they had uh, Woman, Woman, number four and then they had Young Girl then they had Lady Willpower number two right, so was, that... basically
2: they had a various words for woman theme yes, going on yes yeah. they
0: mm. yeah um got Woman Woman Young Girl Lady Willpower all in a row um <laughs> Lady Willpower got to number two and it got to number five over here mm. um they he seem well they seem to do quite well in Australia as well mm. they've got top ten hits in Australia um uh Over You got to number seven mm. um, yeah yeah, you know, they started tailing off towards the end, but you know they did have some, did have more than that one hit. Yeah, they had so. their
2: fans. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Let me go back. Um, so, following that, we have for two weeks uh, the Rolling Stones' "Jumping Jack Flash," which it's was a gas, gas, gas. Yeah, which is a a non-album single.
2: You know um, the strange thing about "Jumping Jack Flash." is that the first version I heard was by Flintlock. (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh,
2: gosh. (laughs) On those Thames Television youth programmes they used to have Flintlock on for no very good reason every week. So,
0: actually, I thought it was a song by Flintlock for many (laughs) of (laughs)
2: you.
0: Was was that... um, um, was Flintlock going on at the same time as what's his name was appearing in Tomorrow People? Oh he was, yes, yes. yes. There, they, there was there was overlapping.
2: Yeah. It was it was a, it, I think it used to sell a lot of uh, copies of Lookin'. Yes, that, yeah. that he was in both. It seemed to it seemed to excite people. Mm. Mike Holloway was was both a Flintlock and a, a Tomorrow Person. <laughs> a Tomorrow Person. Although yeah. I must admit there are um, posters of flintlock in my looking television annuals which make you wonder quite what the girls of the 70s
0: were thinking <laughs> <laughs> uh, they needed a collective uh, pair, pair of glasses well I, 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 I must
2: admit that, that Holloway was probably the pretty one
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh uh, out of the group or to people <laughs> both maybe right? well, uh, times were hard it was who's the 70s there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of bad hair in the 70s it's true perhaps there was a power cut at that, that time yeah uh, so <laughs> three time. day week three day yeah. week and power cuts and all sorts yeah. uh, so our next number one for three weeks is baby come back by the equals Oh right! Um, and for me, that's
2: a song I feel I know, but I don't know the name of
0: the band at all. So yeah, the,
2: equal, the equals is
0: where um, Eddie Grant, who had a solo career of his own, of course, in the more in the eighties, maybe maybe seventies right. as well, mm-hmm. um, uh, first emerged. Um, interesting. Because
2: right, again, so that that would, would 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 you class them as reggae? Then
0: because
2: uh, I think reggae um, is another another area of music that kind of passed me by for a very long time.
0: And yeah, I mean, it's,
2: it's interesting that people go on about you know any any record collection worth its salt must have Bob Marley's, um, which which I can't remember the name of the album, but the famous Bob Marley on a minute, and I always think, oh yeah, it took me a long time to get round to that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, well, they're actually described as a pop R and B and rock group, um, okay. well, maybe um, maybe. Mm-hmm. rather than although,
2: maybe the come back is sort of. I, I think you uh, get braver, don't you? I mean, sometimes to be, you have to be mainstream and then
0: then you can push the boundaries a bit, really. I think maybe
2: that's that's part of it, you know.
0: But um, I'm also thinking, didn't someone like UB40 do Baby Come Back? Um, or whether the, origin, the original is sort of a reggae, UB, re- reggae-ish version as UB40 well? UB40 did quite a lot of covers of that sort yeah. of era. I've got a couple of theirs. What's the one they did with Chrissy Hind? Um... Black rat in the kitchen. I don't know. Um, I can't remember. Breakfast in bed.
2: Um, yeah. It could. It could be that they did. I got you, babe. But um, but it's, it's. They did that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that they they definitely they what they they it's kind of like they put they put a reggae beat to a lot of their songs in the eighties and it's
0: kind of, it's kind of odd. Well, well, is that um, thing with everything I own by Bread? Mm. The 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 other versions, including the. the a boy George version and another version in the mm. in the seventies that were reggae, mm. although the bread version mm. is just a ballad um, mm. but then but then it, because i forget I forget his name, but because the famous number one version was a reggae cover mm. of the bread original when when um boy George did it, he also did mm. it as a reggae song rather than mm-hmm. rather than how it is originally so yeah. um so it sort of influences... If somebody does a famous version... Yes. ...then that absolutely. becomes the template for what that song... And, then, and then Des O'Connor, O'Connor or, or Lulu would do it on a Saturday night... <laughs> ...on their television show. Yes. <laughs> so, following that, we have... Um, you've just summoned him up, I think. Um, we've got Des O'Connor. <laughs> 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 he you didn't say it three times. No. No. Um, I I pretend I don't think I know. That's one of the ones I definitely don't think I know, but maybe I do. It it throws you a curveball, though, the charts, doesn't it? Because every so often, in in amongst all the stuff you think
2: you remember and is familiar and everything like that, suddenly something comes along that you have no recollection of that seems so non-mainstream, or rather so incredibly mainstream, that you can't... Or the sort of stuff your mum and dad would be buying that suddenly becomes a massive hit and you think where where did that come from out of all this other
0: music although Weird. although he was older than the beatles mm. uh, he was only 36 so mm. he was relatively young mm. well compared to how um yeah, but
2: it's, it's just <laughs> i mean i would call that crooner music and i would i would yes. be in, um, i'd be surprised that, that it's still you know cuz I, I think let's face it it's ken Dodd sold records so mm. you can't you can't say it didn't happen. It just always surprises you
0: when it pops up. You know. It's funny how um like, Morkum Wise would make fun of him, oh. um, but but then I don't know what Morecambe and Wise's taste of music was. It might be that if they played their music, I'd be like, I, mm. it would be just as bad to me as as, as Des O'Connor's. I, I don't know.
2: I think <laughs> I've think got a <laughs> and Wise LP, but I think it's a comedy. Comedy. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, our next number one for two weeks is Tommy James and the Shondells' Money Money. Course, right. one, one that got Again, coloured. another one of those ones where I, I couldn't have told you the name of the performer,
2: but I yeah. know the song, definitely. Morning, morning.
0: Yeah. Is that another one that's been done by about three million people? Yeah, it's been um, yeah, been done by a lot of people. Billy Idol is the one that I yes. always think of. In, that was in the early 80s. But, uh, um, but yeah, it's been done by a lot of people. Um, let me see. I don't know. Let's have a look. Did they... How did they last for... Uh, oh, p- 1964 to present. So, uh, wow, they've yeah, so, I, I obviously know. done well out of it, then. Yeah, so... they, they shouldn't are. be so moany, should they? Yes, I think they are probably better known in the in the states, mm. but uh, yeah, moany moany is the only hit they had over here. They have one called Hanky Banky but only got to number thirty eight. Right. To...
2: <laughs> and that's uh, that's not the do
0: not the Madonna version. I don't <laughs> think it's the Madonna one. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> no, I can't imagine that. Um, <laughs> but, um, so our next number one is for one week Fire by Crazy The Crazy World of oh, Arthur Brown. Crazy
2: uh-huh. World That now that is that's uh, a compilation special, isn't it? That <laughs> that turns on every single every single driving uh, CD you've bought from a petrol station ever in your life. That's there. <laughs> yeah. Crazy world of Arthur Brown. Uh, and uh, uh, I, funnily enough, I, I I don't know if you remember this, but you remember DLT used to do the the ones where they. They bought out the old hits, but put new videos to them. It was a TV show he did. I oh, do, do. you
0: remember that TV show?
2: Yeah. And, the yeah. Uh, and, I, show. and I, I, I'm fairly sure I remember a very suspect version of the Crazy World of Arthur Brown <laughs> from the DLT um, TV show. So um, it may
0: be worth. I bet it's on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> yes, uh, they're about. He only released about four singles and that was the only one that even has a chart position. <laughs> so. You see, I think I'd be fascinating where he should have called it the,
2: insert word here, world of Arthur Brown for different <laughs> yeah. for different releases. So it's the, the weird world of Arthur Brown, the crazy world of Arthur <laughs> Brown, the, the lugubrious world of <laughs> Arthur Brown, hmm. the forgotten world of Arthur Brown. <laughs>
0: Oh, that sounds like yeah, his other singles for The Forgotten World of <laughs> <laughs> but, um our, our next number one is also our old number one, in that we're back to Money Money for another week. Oh,
2: yeah. um, rebound Money Money. Money Money yeah.
0: Money Money. But then we have, um, considering how many famous songs they have, um, I, I don't think they have that many number ones, but we've got The Beach Boys next with Do It Again right. for, just for one week, which I, I, I don't. I, I know it because I have had, oh. I've had greatest hits, but I'm not sure that the man on the street would pick it out as no. as one of their most famous, really. But uh,
2: it is weird. The, the, the Beach Boys specifically seem to be really well known for about sort of four or five songs, you know, And yeah. and yet, obviously, again, if, if if you go and buy yourself a greatest hits, you're always surprised that there's there's like twenty five tracks on it or something. You think, how did that happen? You know. um, um. Um, I get that with a lot of bands, though. You think, how have they got enough to do a greatest hit? And then when you actually listen to it, you think, oh, yeah, they did, actually. Yeah. It's funny, I was listening to um, Galore, the Kirsty McColl oh, yes.
0: yeah,
2: uh, the other week while I was chopping vegetables. Yeah. And uh, and I was, again, su- just surprised how many absolute stone-cold classics, you know, on because on, I tend to think, oh, yeah, it was New England and that one about Elvis. <laughs> mm, yeah. If you asked me, if, if I'd gone on Pointless, I would have made...
0: I would have lost... Horribly by that <laughs> uh, But then there were still lot And there were still lots of ones she did That didn't do very well That should have done Like uh, mm. Um Actually I, I remember When that album came out The single off that album Was called Caroline Which is still one of my mm. favourites of hers And that didn't do anything special Um But uh and yet, and yet, someone like Adele is like number one for hundred weeks. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. just just that one song by Kirsten McCall is hundred times better than anything Adele has ever released. <laughs> oh, uh. bit of
2: politics there, <laughs> controversy on the uh, Shy Life podcast. <laughs>
0: I was just so bland and middle aged. I know I am bland and middle aged, but you know, I don't expect a young person hey, to be bland and middle aged. And yeah. <laughs> At least I hang out with aliens uh, and go true. to Pluto
2: for shopping. Very <laughs> Although, maybe if she'd had her own television show, she'd have met an alien and
0: jumped a shark by uh, now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, our next number one is I've got to get a message to you by the Bee Gees. Okay. Um, and that was just number one for a week the, the bgs is one of those up and
2: coming you know that's an early days but you know they are going to be absolutely slamming the charts in the next decade You know?
0: yeah because they had a period in the very early 70s where they kind of i don't know if they completely split up but they certainly fragmented and mm. so they actually got got their um got their act together again mm. um by the late 70s, they, they were mm. still doing things.
2: Solo, solo
0: lack of success can be quite, when you've had former success, can be a very mo- good motivator, I think. Yeah, mm. I mean, a few of those people, I think um, Cliff sort of had a bit of a, a bad Lean period patch, in the early 70s, yeah, sort of mm. in the early 70s and then sort of was you know, around the time of Devil Woman and stuff sort of had a bit more of a resurgence. But. Reinvent yourself. I do like some. sometimes I do that on YouTube I like to see the singles of these people who have, have been very famous and mm. kind of watch the singles that, were, that weren't that were particularly mm. um, people like Elton John had patches in the late 70s mm. and Queen had a, a patch for a year or so with an album mm. in, a, in the early 80s and mm. uh, uh, I sort of like to sort of see whether I think Actually, this single was really good. Or actually,
2: I, quite no, I like, can see uh, the uh, Hot Space album though in in a, in mm. a strangely funky way. Even though it, it didn't really sort of, you know, it was hated by most of their fans. But it was... yeah. and in the same way, my sister was a big Elton fan in the mid '70s. So you had that's an album called Don't Shoot Me, I'm Only the Piano Player. Yes. Yeah. She had a copy of. Uh, yeah. But I I mean when for, she lost. Most of her record collection, as I've mentioned before, in mm. some house move or other, uh, I did the one I did insist on buying myself again was "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" because I just mm. think it's
0: fabulous album. Mm. Yeah, I've got that. I need to, I need to give a bit more attention because uh, I, uh, it's the trouble sometimes. Depending if you buy other things, if you buy mm. more than really, you should just buy one album at a time, listen to it, and then move on to the next one. Not buy five mm. in a sale one it, day.
2: The, isn't there a, a figure somewhere which says that? in something like in terms of album sales, the number of plays is only the average is something like one point two
0: yeah.
2: you know yeah. across all albums that are you know that yeah. people buy the number yeah. of plays per album is on average is one point two which basically means a lot of people are buying them and not listening to them at all
0: yeah.
2: uh yeah. and or they're buying it playing it once and then never. Yeah. Playing it again. I mean, I often think about John Peel. You know, they used to have pictures of John Peel in front of his uh, LP collection mm. in his in his house, and you just kind of think, how have you got the time? <laughs> yeah. but obviously, he was making a radio show, so we'd just go and pick one off the shelf and everything like that. And you can understand why he was why he had. But you kind of think, if you just sat there and wanted to listen to your record collection start to finish, nobody could live that long. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, have enough, have enough thing. Um, I I do, and I do this thing now. If I hear a new a new band or an old new band to mm. me, um, I because because the thing I have on my the the plan I have allows me to download things mm. um, without paying uh, you know any extra for extra. them. So I. I I do download them, but Mm. will I ever get around to listening to them? I I don't. I I need another year, you
2: know. I Uh, I noticed you were playing at the weekend the two the two Bangles albums that I the first two Bangles albums I have. Yes. (coughs) <coughs> I almost—I was—I was. Apart from the fact that they're in a corner of the room that it's almost impossible to get at, I was about—I was going to take them off the shelf and photograph them for you, just to prove yeah. I had them. Because they yeah, are. my
0: my cop- my final copy of uh, All Over the Place just arrived um, the other day. So I've been I've been playing. Ah, you that see, one. we bought it the first time round.
2: Now that, that was yeah. recommended to me all over the place by uh, my mate from two doors down at college, who's. Mm. Um, who was a massive, massive heavy metal fan? <laughs> Motorhead was his thing, <laughs> and he came in one day and he said, "I bought this album." He was, he was from De- uh, Devon. I mm-hmm. uh, bought this album. All oh, right, and it, and it was the Bangles all um, over the place, and I was fine. like, "Are you going soft, Michael?" <laughs> <laughs> but, but I went out and bought my own copy the next day,
0: so it must have been it must have been a good album. <laughs> I was reminded. I was reminded this morning how, that the main singles from that album didn't do anything at all over here it's, tri- it's a tri- mm. tri- triple shame well it's uh, 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 the cover version wasn't it uh, the, um, um, yeah going down to Liverpool was a cover yeah. version of um, uh, Katrina and the Waves I Katrina think. and the Waves that's right so, thank yeah. you uh, yeah. which did better
2: weirdly which is also a very good Yeah, Katrina and the Waves let's face it they've got a good
0: sound mm. Mm. as well uh, yeah. yes yeah um, Yeah, I had I, I, again. That's probably my third copy of that album now because I definitely mm-hmm. had a tape copy and a CD copy. Probably got a digital copy. And
2: yeah. <laughs> um, see, I still maintain. What's the Katrina and the Waves Eurovision song that won the oh, last love,
0: time? Love, Shine a Light.
2: Fabulous song. And if if you if Eurovision hadn't existed, that would possibly still be an absolutely storming piece of music.
0: I did, I did like I did like that until I went to see it at a. Mm. at a pantomime I was using a pantomime ah. I went to and it yeah, was yeah that tends dif- to do it for you doesn't it the, more, <laughs> the, the context was slightly like sort of either sentimental and a bit religious and, yeah. and and which didn't really sit it, yeah, set, it felt it a bit uncomfortable in the pantomime uh, and, and and I thought mm, yeah I'm not sure you see
2: and, you, you, <laughs> what you've got now is I've got images of a, uh, I know they weren't on Top of the Pops by that stage but I have, I have visions of Pan's people actually shining <laughs> torches around yeah. in a very literal interpretation of shining
0: a light on me oh <laughs> uh, dear, no, dear. Um, our TARDIS has drifted so we need to get oh, back I'm to sorry. 68 but uh, um, I'm sure the listeners will have enjoyed our divergent but <laughs> um, well, I know I did um, so our next number one for two weeks is Hey Jude by The Beatles ah no uh, yeah that is yeah. a classic, and yeah. I, again, weirdly, weirdly, uh,
2: St John's Ambulance discos, <laughs> uh, where me I, I don't do public performing ever if I can mm. help it I'm not, except for
0: on this podcast.
2: But, well, no, yeah, but not not you know, uh, there's no <laughs> there's nobody in the room with me, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, and yet, hey Jude. Uh, my friend used to do the discos. My other friend used to organise the discos, and I was the third person in the car, presumably carrying the crap, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. carrying all the um, singles and uh, music yeah. for them. I don't even know really. Maybe I was there because I fancied some girl. I can't remember. But the point about it is, is that that closing when they were packing up for the night, me and my mate and my other mate round the microphone of his, disc, of his DJ's set up gig thing. Hey Jude, yep, singing
0: along, like nobody's business. Fond memory. I thought, to, I thought you were going. I thought you going to say that uh, they put Hey Jude on and said by the time this song finishes, well, I want you to have packed everything up and loaded <laughs> it up <to> the <laughs>
2: There is no way we were going to pack it up because we were singing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, funnily enough, but I won't reveal what. But um, I, I have a Beatles karaoke anecdote. But that that I'll have to. I see it got to number one, but in '69. So I shall wait until we get to '69 to tell you about my anecdote about singing a number one. So we both we've that we've both we've both done um, karaoke Beatles number one songs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we were talking about her at the start of the episode, but our next number one for six weeks, which is the the biggest or the longest serving number one, it was Mary Hopkin. Those Were were the days. That, uh, I don't know why I always think it's Hopkins. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it, is that the one that McCartney wrote? I feel like way. it's also a trad, but it might be a mixture of. Oh, okay. um, but no, I think it's it's a song credited to Gene Maskin, oh, who okay. put a new English lyric to the Russian romance song. I'm not going to read that. Um, it, it, um, but uh, yeah, it's got quite. I, I think um, it was produced by. By Paul, Paul McCartney,
2: right. That would uh, be. Where my brain's gone in the God? This is the thing you get your facts mixed up over <laughs> the decades,
0: and yeah. I, knew had an, I knew you had an involvement. Um, mm. the, our, our next number one is Beatles-related, and I know we mentioned it last year. It's mm-hmm. Joe Cocker's version of "With a Little Help ah. from My Friends." Wow! Um, Woodstock. The, mm, that was. Yeah. It was number one for just the one week, but um, and then our penultimate number one is, was it? Was it? Was that the one Wonder Years, wasn't it? Used oh yes. By with a little help from yes, my friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. um, now we get to our penultimate number one for four weeks. It was Hugh Montenegro, The Good, the Bad and the Ugly. So, presume is that a song or an instrumental? I think. Yes. Uh, the, the from the film. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. The theme. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. The thing, yeah. Why was it being that was sixty six? so Why is it a theme now? Why is it doing well now? <laughs> uh, well,
2: but hate. Uh, it's one. Of, it is one of my favourite films. Weirdly, I haven't watched it for a very long time, which is very bad of me because
0: I think it's just because you you have to commit to a very long evening. It's quite a long film. Oh, well, I see. There. I see that this is a the Hugh Montenegro version isn't the original. It's the cover the cover version of because right. the original was by Ennio yeah. yeah. Morricone. Yeah. Morricone. Yeah, okay, so I'm yeah. bothered trying to say his first name. Yeah. More <laughs>
2: cone. <laughs> yeah. um, that, uh, that that's a that's a cryptic crossword clue waiting to happen, actually, isn't it, Mor- Morricone?
0: Either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give I mean, me more ice cream. Yes, that's that's Sorry. the that's the thing about Morricone is that he did a lot of stuff for those funny Italian Jello movies I like mm. so he, that, that perhaps aren't as well known in the UK as his spaghetti western scores and did other do, soundtracks.
2: Did he do but, Danger Diabolic? Uh
0: Because I watched Danger Diabolic a few weeks ago. That's a a barber, isn't it? Um, Ah, okay, fair enough. Again, a very bonkers late 60s. I mean, he couldn't be more 60s if it tried, really, could it? Yes. (laughs) That's because he's only relatively recently passed on, of course. Mm. Um, Yes, I do have a. I do have a uh, discography, but it's rather long, so yeah. <laughs> we'll have to uh, eat that we'll do a, a marconi special one day. Um, it's a thought. So, so our last number one, and this is one I I'm kind of fond of. It's uh, Lily the Pink by the Scaffold. Ah. Uh, number one for three weeks. Uh, yeah. I think that's one that I feel like medicinal compound. Yeah, I feel like we. Um, oh, I've just had something pop up on my email from eBay yes. saying that my bid for. The the, beat, the the monkeys album um, I can still win it but um, I'll have uh, to look into that later. Just out Somebody. Well, it depends around, how much time you have got, do you need, do you need to have? Oh, sure it's fine, sure it's fine. it will be fake. There's so many copies of that one, and I don't have to have that one anyway. of worse because um, worst.
2: But if I get hit by a bus, tell them, tell them I promised you mine.
0: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Lily the Pink. I can't remember if we sang that at school, but I know it was on one of my uh, top ten albums of. Uh, sorry, top ten number one singles yeah. of the
2: sixties. It's interesting series, actually because I, I was I was trying to think, but the um, there was something on Twitter the, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I ended up doing a tweet that was I don't think anybody got this at all, but it was it was written to the beat of Thank You Very Much for the entry. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, another scaffold
0: song. Yeah. yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. I mean, just yeah. those they they did they did strike a chord, didn't they? The scaffold. Well, I think. Uh, as fellow poets, I think they're probably the the, the lyrics are very poetic and. and Isn't one of them a McCartney as well? Yes, yeah, so is that is it Michael? Mm. Um, uh, uh, and John
2: Gorman, of course, was quite part of his Was uh,
0: mm-hmm. um, maybe he was maybe he was in Bondo, Bonzo Judar band? Mm. It's Mike McGear, Roger McGough, and John Gorman in R- the Scaffold. Oh, right. Yeah, John, uh, um, okay. Oh, Mike McGear is. Peter right. and Michael McCartney. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but John Gorman
2: turned up in Tiswas as Tiswaz, well. Tiswas, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. kind yeah. of interesting, actually, that sort of wild, wacky performer ends up getting quite the career. So same in many, many ways like Sylvester McCoy, you know. You mm. start off just doing bonkers stuff on a stage and you end up
0: legitimate theatre. You know. Yeah. Mm. Right. Well, we. or legitimate telly, I anyway. Mean. We should have a look at some of a few of the other. Uh, let's have a look. Ah, at the, the near misses. Yes, yeah, let's have a look at some of the other top ten singles this um, So we have. <laughs> well, this is one that I don't know. Uh, "Walk Away Renee" by by the Four Tops. I don't think that's mm. the Four Tops song. I recognise the theme to "A Low," alone. no doubt. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got Am I That Easy to Forget by Engelbert Humperdinck well I don't know that one so yes you are that yes easy you to are yeah. it's a very forgettable name isn't it <laughs> there's another one here but I won't mention it because I think I know it's in our American number one so, um, okay. there's Tin Soldier by The Small Faces um, Right. everything I am by Plastic Penny I don't think I've ever heard of that doesn't uh, ring any bells Plastic mm-hmm. Penny they're a British 1960s pop band Uh, okay they're one hit one hit single um so oh Bend Me Shape Me by Amen Corner Uh, right uh, she she wears my she wears my ring La Golandrina by Solomon King don't know that one although often though when I say I don't know a song you then find you do know it when you hear (laughs) it but uh uh, Suddenly You Love Me by the Tremolos Mm -hmm. um these, so these are all top ten. It's Gimme Little Sign by Brenton Wood. Don't know this one. Pictures of Matchstick Brenton Men. Brenton Wood? Ben, Brenton Wood, yeah. Is that, isn't that where you filmed half of your episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> pitch, pictures of Matchstick Men by Status Quo. No, I know yeah, that well, one, of course. That uh, isn't it. wasn't that their f- breakthrough? Yes. No. Yeah.
2: Again, I, it's funny, I thought they were earlier.
0: That Ooh. was um, That was sort of number th- uh, let me just—that uh, was number three. Oh no, mm. no, it wasn't number three. It was—it was in the charts for well, in the top ten for three weeks. Mm. It w- was actually uh, number seven. Mm. Uh, I thought it was higher than that. I almost would have said it was a number one, but
2: uh, I'd—I'd um, I'd have thought that was it earlier. That, 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 that does surprise me.
0: Mm. There you go. Uh, Fire Brigade by the Move. Uh, ah yes, I, guess, really. uh, I do know that one. Yeah, yeah Words by the BGS. That was uh, number eight. Jennifer Juniper by Donovan, number five. Okay. Uh, green Tambourine by the Lemon Pipers, number six. Green Tambourine. Yeah, no, oh, another big one, Delilah by Tom Jones, got Tom. number two. Only number two. Uh, two sitting mm, on the dock of it, the. What, sorry, what? What kept off? Oh, April. Um, April would have been probably something like. Either congratulations or what a wonderful world. Uh, it's
2: it just fascinates me because, again, Delilah is another one of those when you've had a few pints <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. gets
0: belted out, you know. Um, sitting, on the the, sitting on the Dock of the Bay, Otis Vedding, mm. number three. Mm-hmm. Um, Which still makes me think of uh, Vic and Bob. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, me, the Peaceful Heart by Lulu. I never heard that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think I have. Number nine. Um,
2: it'll probably turn out to be a Neil Diamond uh, <laughs> yeah. a duet or something Yeah, because um, uh, it surprised me I, don't, I, I was watching the Neil Diamond stuff uh, last Friday and it was oh, yeah. really really kind of weird that he had this um, musical
0: relationship with Lulu oh because okay. yeah. mm. um, he just turned 80 didn't he the other day
2: yeah they, they, they were showing all the stuff that was on when he
0: just turned 70 mm.
2: his, his clastery mm. and then the electric proms he did, mm. and of course it was pretty much the same set, although obviously seeing Neil Diamond singing I'm a Believer is always
0: a bit <laughs>
2: yes, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> remind everybody, I wrote this, I wrote yeah. this <laughs> I wrote this <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, um, we've got Step Inside Love by Cilla Black, number 8 hmm? Jennifer Eccles by The Hollies, number 7 Jennifer Eccles. Eccles yeah um, Lazy Sunday by The Small Faces mm-hmm. Uh Man Without Love by Engelbert Humperdinck you forget how many well I've forgotten how many hits Engelbert Humperdinck Oh the Humperdinck was actually huge, had. wasn't he? Mm. Um, Honey by Bobby goldsborough number two uh, I think that was on one of my one wow. number twos of the 60s albums uh, they the, do those? well this was back in the 80s I don't know I, I quite like I quite like that album that I had on tape yeah. 30 years ago again but, uh, <laughs> can't sure, get it now but yeah, yeah man. Uh, this wheel's on fire by Julie Driscoll, that, that being um, the song that eventually mm. appeared on Absolutely Fabulous. But in, that's, that's had a lot of covers. Uh, mm. I remember there being a Birds cover of This Wheel's mm. on Fire. I lose track as to which. Oh, it's actually a Bob Dylan song originally. Mm. This but wheel's on a. fire. The Edmondson version is obviously the, <laughs> the, the perfect version. And I think um, Susan the Banshees covered it as well. Mm, uh, yes, a lot of oh, I do like the Banshees. Too. They've got some. Yes, they've got yes. some great songs.
2: Yeah. it 's interesting actually compilations generally those sort of compilations are the things that seem to go out of print quickest and mm. become very difficult to track down and sometimes they really are your favorite you know l p yeah. in many ways yeah. you know? and you can 't yeah. get them you know you've bought them on tape, but you try and get them later and they 're just not available
0: and i 'm looking i 'd like to get Susie the banshees sort of like a best of on vinyl because sometimes I find the although i 've got some of their albums mm. I, I don't always want to listen from end to end um in the same to be way.
2: fair the twice upon a time uh, collection yes, yes is good mm. is one of those things you think oh i'll put a couple of tracks on and you end up listening to them yes it, i can it, listen
0: that's fine if i could if i could get that on vinyl then i mm. i would like because i used to have that on cd or I do someone mm. um but um it's got it seems like cities of dust and mm. Uh, peekaboo and uh, kiss them and for me and all that kind of thing. it's just yeah. a,
2: it's just uh, was it the uh, passenger as well mm. yeah mm. yeah it's great.
0: great i know i know again we're way out of our times <laughs> yeah, it's a great album um what else have we got here? we've got hurdy gurdy man by donovan oh uh, that is
2: that the one that gets used for all the scorpio the sorry zodiac oh, i think it might be going yes, uh, goes quite distorted yeah that's right number 4
0: yeah, it um, seems,
2: seems to have been the soundtrack to Son of Sam for some reason.
0: Yeah. Oh, you've got MacArthur Park by Richard Harris, number one. Oh, four. now that's again,
2: its yeah, MacArthur Park, you know, incredible. But then you think,
0: it's Richard Harris? <laughs> yeah. I think of the um, Donna Summer version as well. Mm. <laughs> Um, Mrs. Robinson, give me, a lyric,
2: give me a lyric for Macarthur Park. Just, just remind me. I need, I need. Oh, to it's leave. the cake out in the rain.
0: Oh, um, is that the one? Oh, right. Yes, because yes. yes. um, I always
2: think it's the one about the, um, the oh the silver hippie thing. I can never remember. Anyway, um, there's a lyric about silver hippies, isn't there? just
0: um, Lodges
2: in my brain sometimes. Uh,
0: Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel, number four. Mm, yeah. Ah, oh, uh, the graduate. We're in the era yes, of the graduate. Yes. Wow! And my probably my favourite sixties Dusty Springfield single, because my parents did own this one. I close my eyes and count to ten. Right.
2: I, yes, of course. Right. There's another uh, compilation, I have somewhere is a D- Dusty Springfield silver yeah. collection or something. So yeah. It's another, not that pretty good. Uh, collection when yes. all the- Again, you kind of think sometimes these things are a bit sort of cheesy or whatever, but actually, when you
0: put them on, you find out there's some bloody good songs in there. You know? um, we've got Last Night in Soho by Dave D. Dozy Beaky McIntyre. Another one I wasn't aware of, really. I, I always wonder did anyone ever leave Dave D. Dozy <laughs> Beaky McIntyre? <laughs> and that would have really thrown the whole thing, wouldn't it? They would have had to have had a cardboard cutout out of Last yeah, have <laughs> um, got Sunshine Girl by mm-hmm. Herman's Hermits, number eight. Um, what else we got? High in the Sky by Amen Corner, number six. I Say okay. a Little Prayer by Aretha Franklin, number uh, four. Uh, on the Road Again by Canned Heat, number eight. Uh, I'm going I'm to be going right through my record collection tonight. You do know <laughs> this. One, <laughs> what will I cook to tonight? Well, <laughs> well, Paul, tonight <laughs> I'll mostly <laughs> be cooking to... Ice in the Sun by Status Quo, number eight. Right. Um, le, another Engelbert Humperdinck, one number five. Les le Bicycles de Belsaes. Uh, <laughs> kept him in velvet jackets. And. Uh,
2: um, he was huge, actually. It's funny, uh, I've got a um, an, an, an annual, mm. for want of a better word, called TV All Stars Annual, yes. uh, which was my sister's again, from 1970. And it's full of people now that we can no longer talk about. You know, mm. Interviews with various people that have since been disgraced and what have you. But there is an article on, um, on Engelbert Humbert in that very thing. Ah. So the thing that I remember is the photographs of it and these massive, massive
0: sideburns. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've, I've got uh, three more songs before we go to America. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Tiger by Lulu, which is. Number nine. Eye of maybe, the tiger. No, oh, I'm, I'm a tiger. I'm a tiger. Right. I'm just I just had, the,
2: had this strange version of, a, of the, the Eye of the Tiger that was used in the Rocky films. Was no, originally no. a
0: Scylla song. dog about you. We got uh, Build Me Up Buttercup by the Foundations. number ah. two. And I'm the Urban Spaceman by Bonzo Dog Doodah oh, Band. Number know. five. So. Um, and of course, a many other songs. Pretty, pretty good
2: year. Then all said and done.
0: Yeah,
2: and the only problem so. with going to America now is we have to uh, then isolate for fourteen days. So. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> We're well, talk about fourteen days. It's, now. It's, well,
0: well by the time it, it'll be fine by the time this gets edited. Oh, you um, cut it it'll out. can be, it'll be six months time, there's a, but <laughs> there's a jump, and you've cut it out. <laughs> uh, so number, so over to America, we have um, "Hello Goodbye" for two weeks by the Beatles. We have this is the song I didn't mention, but I think it's a bit of a Beatles spoof. Um, for two weeks Judy in Disguise with Glasses by John Fred and his Playboy band which was like, a hit over here as well Julian but I think it's
2: Disguise with Glasses it sounds yeah right, it's me? sort of a yeah oh dear a, me do you mean the
0: Americans also had a Baron Knights? <laughs> yeah I think yeah they're a Louisiana Louisiana based band oh. um, but um I don't know if they had other hits. I can't imagine they did. But although they all look quite fresh-faced and mm. relatively, uh, they didn't really have any other hits. They had other singles. But they didn't have other hits. Not even. But well, it certainly sounds like it. Scans like yes. uh, mm. the skies, yeah. Who's seen this guy? They're they they're an American blue-eyed soul, swamp pop, rock and roll, and R&B uh, performers from Baton Rouge. Mm. Yeah. Seems peculiar that enough Americans would buy that. I
2: yeah. it just just seems peculiar because it's kind of like you know, I just don't I don't I don't I, again I may be doing them a complete injustice but I don't really see the American market as a great place for spoof
0: mm. music really I, I I can't remember how spoof spoofy is whether it mm. whether once you got once you get beyond the um it's actually they've been around since 1958 so. Mm-hmm not with that much success. Um, I
2: mean, I don't think it would have been a, an America first where you want to show those Brits how to do it thing. I don't think we any of that nonsense. But yeah. it's just fascinating to me, because I just, again, I don't... I, I just can't picture it,
0: you know, did, being a, as, a, as a successful career path. But it obviously to, worked yeah. for them. You know. did get to number three over here as well. Um, Even though I've never heard it. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling that I know it when I hear it, but I can't remember mm. at the moment. Um... So, after that, we have Green Tambourine by the Lemon Pipers for Mm. one week. We have, for five weeks, Love is Blue by Paul Mariette. Mariette. Love is Blue. Blue, a French orchestral leader. He's conductor of La Grande Orchestra de Paul Mm. Mariette. So, is this an instrument? Um, Gosh, there's quite a big Wikipedia page on this. Um, Mm. I think... I think there. Oh, something to do with you, is the original Song Contest in 1967, or at least oh, the original, okay.
2: or... Mm. Um, so it won't be an instrumental then, will it? I'm
0: not sure. It might be an instrumental of... It has to be it? It could be an instrumental of th- an easy-listening ah. version of that. Yes, I um, there is, as I said, there's... Like the tune, quite, hate the lyrics, kind of. Thing. There's quite oh, yeah. a lot. Daft Punk... Um, uh, Somehow associated, not at the time, obviously, because okay. that would be that, that would mean the time travelled back. But um, I think they may have sampled a bit of it for one of their songs. But yeah. there's quite a lot on that Wikipedia page, which I can't tracey very easily. <laughs> no, no. <That's laughs> but I know yourself. we know more than we did. But yeah. um, So then, for four weeks, we have sitting on the dock of the bay by Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. At least that uh, got number one there. Uh, then we have uh, Honey by Bobby Goldsborough for four for five weeks, okay. which is a sort of I have a feeling it's sort of that's quite a soppy sentimental might be one of those death ballads I can't remember if somebody dies in that one or whether um, I do feel like I know that song but uh, right. I can't remember if it's a happy one or whether it's a, a tragic key one ah um, right it's a happy death ballad or a sad death ballad <laughs> yeah one of those <laughs> probably probably um uh, oh, yes, the narrator, the song's narrator, mourns his deceased wife, beginning with him looking at a tree in their garden, remembering how it was just a twig on the day she planted it. So it's a sad one. Bennett. It's, it's a sad All one. All in the space of a three minute pop song. Morrissey doesn't know he's born. <laughs> cheerful, cheerful, cheerful song. Yeah. Um Then for two weeks, we have Tighten Up by Archie Bell and the Drells. Right. I don't. Uh, That's a they're they're a Texas-based R&B vocal group. Okay. Um, And just is that going to be
2: one of those where when you hear it you go, oh,
0: it's that one? I don't know because it doesn't actually say that it was a hit outside of America. But Mm. uh, then you never know with Wikipedia; it could be that they can't be bothered. (laughs) Um, Then Mrs. Robinson got to number one for three weeks, um, and then uh, for four weeks. Uh, this guy's in love with you by Herb Um mm. uh, which good I good old Herb. Now, did that that come from a? No, I, I thought that came. I looked, I, I clicked on that, and there, a little picture popped up. It looked like mm. it was a still from a film. But I think it's just a. Oh, that that's a, a song written by Bert Bacharach and How David. Mm-hmm. Um, then I don't know about this one. Gosh, for two weeks in July, we have Grazing in the Grass by Hugh Mazikella. Um, I think he's an Af- a South African trumpeter. Yes, he's the chap who worked with Paul Simon and Graceland, ah. Hugh, M- Hugh Masakela. Yeah, ah, um, I yes. think. Yeah, no, he's a he's a South African trumpeter. So yes. yeah, sounds like. Uh, du, 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 du.
2: Oh, is that what I see? I wouldn't. I know that uh, that's that would have been his trumpet. I would imagine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, doesn't seem to have been a hit outside the UK. It was it was a hit in Canada, but. Uh, uh, interesting on oh, different versions as well there was a a band called the Friends of the Friends of Distinction did a vocal cover version in 1969 uh, so after that we have Hello I Love You by The Doors for two weeks uh, then for five weeks we have People Got To Be Free by The lo- by the Rascals right um, who are an American rock band um, then we have Harper Valley PTA by Jeannie mm. C Riley. Yes, country country song.
2: No, I do know that one. Yes, that
0: was one of my, that was it. in my sister's collection. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, it was a number twelve hit in the UK. Mm. Um, mm. I recognise the title more than I recognise. It's funny. I'm
2: desperately having said I know it. I'm now desperately trying to think of the. I uh, I can I can literally not remember any of it now, but (laughs) yes, but I do. I very it used to be very familiar. It's like suddenly, suddenly my brain has gone for a walk around the living room. That's one we'll have to get we'll have to get inked to seeing that one. Yes.
0: although as we can't remember it, we'll just hear can sing anything and, we'll, and just see, say the words Harper Valley PTA, we'll go, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> but um, after that, for most of October, well, all of, all of October and all of November, pretty much, um, we have, we've got Hey Jude by the Beatles. So I think that was a longer, mm. num, long longer at number one in the US than it was in the UK, because that's for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks. Right. Might um, be wow. nine weeks. It's they don't put the number by the side of. It. I have to I have to mentally count with my eyes. Wow. Um, <laughs> um, See, this is this is multitasking, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mentally counting with my eyes. eyes yeah. um, <laughs> I, I, I could just touch the screen. One, two, three. Um, then, yes, our uh, penultimate number one is Love Child by Diana Ross and the Supremes. Okay. Um, and then our final um, one for three weeks is I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye.
2: Ah. So, actually, the American musical year was very different, really, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know,
2: Across the board. I mean, I yes, know there were, yeah. the, you know, in terms of... A very different mood to it, almost. Yes, it's kind yeah. of... I know that they talk about there's a lot of sort of stuff churning, you yes. know, uh, Carnaby Street and all that sort mm-hmm. of uh, yeah, British music scene in the late 60s that was yes. sort of became influential. But at the time, uh, the American stuff is very much, uh, it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? It's been yes. kind of weird.
0: Um, well, uh, before a different kettle we of beans... Before, before we move on to its contributions mm. and uh, I, I just want to give you a, just a, a hint of 69 without naming the songs okay. we have um, we have hits number one hits by Marmalade mm. um, The Scaffold mm. Marmalade again no I'll do that again because I didn't know that was coming up um, we have we have Hits by Marmalade The Scaffold Fleetwood Mac The Move Amen Corner, Peter Sastard, Marvin Gaye, Desmond Decker and the Aces, uh, The Beatles, Tommy Rowe, Thunderclap Newman, The Rolling Stones, Sager and Evans, Credence Clearwater Revival, Jane Birkin, and Serge Gainsborough, Bobby Gentry, The Archies, and Rolf Harris. Wow. So, uh, Yes.
2: Come back soon, and we'll give you the full sixty-nine. Yes, yes. Let's. But, shall we rephrase
1: that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would be fine if we hadn't. It would be fine if we hadn't have giggled. It would have, we, would have, we would have. We would let them make their. They would make assumptions. Oh,
2: I, say, I I try and get. I, I, I was saying earlier about radio and how radio is very much uh, influences, you know, your listening. Your listening mm. pleasure. Mm. I've got a... Uh, uh, this, is, this is what happened now. I won't be able to remember it properly. I've got this um, jingle. There's a chap on Piccadilly Radio called Phil Wood. who used to do a morning till lunchtime show. And he used to have this uh, jingle which went, Wood, wood, wonderful wood. He'd be here all day if he blooming well could. As it yeah. happens, he's here from 10 until noon, plus 45 minutes, you flipping buffoon. I'm sorry, till... 1245's what we meant for the more discerning listener and the executive gent. Which I thought was one of the most brilliant jingles. I mean, obviously it's sung. Yeah. But it it I and it stuck in my head all these years. But I still think that the more discerning listener and the executive gent it's possibly what what the shy life is all about <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thank you <laughs> well martin thank you very much for joining us for 1968 always and, a pleasure uh, yeah, we we uh, don't worry listeners I'm, I'm i intend to get in for some other years after well, we 69 so we're, we're running out aren't we <laughs> yeah we're running out of 60s but we did we did speed through the first four but uh um but yeah, I think I think there's been more going on this the later part of the mm. 60s anyway. So but, uh, anyway, well, um, coming up after the, the 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 theme, we we have we have Ike um, singing you some of the big hits of '68, and I, and I'm sure it'll be a wonderful performance. And if it, I
2: didn't recognise Harper Valley PTA before,
0: I certainly <laughs> won't afterwards. <laughs> oh anyway, thanks, Martin. Goodbye for now. Always a pleasure. Take care. <laughs> yeah, bye. big hits of 1968. You know, this is a part of the show that many people look forward to.
1: I know, Paul. It's quite a... Well, it's quite a... Um, um, a privilege. A, a, um... I I feel kind of pressurised to do a good job.
0: Yes. Yes. And yet... And yet... And yet...
1: And yet what, Paul?
0: Oh, and yet. That's all I have to say.
1: Hmm, well... There are quite a lot of good songs this year.
0: There are. You'll never cover them all.
1: I know. Um, what's that one that Martin kept going on about?
0: Oh, the H- dude Our Valley PTA, or whatever.
1: Do I have to do that one?
0: Uh, uh, it's not one of the number ones, so I think you can skip it.
1: Oh, will Martin be? Will Martin
0: be disappointed? He probably will be, but I mean, it's only one of. A number of things he'll probably be disappointed about Involving your singing In uh, this episode
1: I beg your pardon, Paul?
0: Never mind Never mind
1: Are you trying to say that you're not happy with my singing? Perhaps you would prefer Martin to take over
0: Perhaps Perhaps that Is something that Would 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 be uh, Something we can look into in the future
1: Hmm. Well, I don't
0: feel very valued. Yeah, you are valued, Ick. It's just, I wish you'd learn the words a bit better. Oh, and the tune. The words and the tune, Paul, I mean,
1: what do they matter?
0: The words and the tune, what do they matter? No, you're right, what do they matter? No, they really don't matter at all. No, we're just covering the songs of 1968, the actual tunes and the words. Who cares, Hey,
1: Exactly, Paul
0: the listeners should just be glad they get anything. Yes, the listeners should just be glad they get anything. (sighs) Hear that, listeners? Okay. Well, I can hear the theme music coming. Well, get ready. I hope you've. uh, I hope I hope you've got something for us.
1: I have something for you, baby.
0: I do. I do. Don't go away, listeners. Don't go away. I've got
1: to go now. Oh, bye. Goodbye. 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 goodbye, 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 goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 network. Find more shows over at Pride48.com.
0: Oh such mysteries. Let's go. Oh, yippee. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Unibuzzpods.net Let
1: me see. Uh... The para- Don't know do that one. Oh, this one. <laughs> Open up your eyes, then you'll realize Look at those flies. Everlasting love Da ta 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 da, 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 da. do everlasting love Yes. That's the chorus. Um that's the might come on without come on within. There's nothing going like them. There's there's nothing like the mighty queen, oh dear. Uh, come on without, come on within. You ain't seen nothing like the mighty queen. Something like that. Um, you're the lady, you're the lady that I love. You're the lady, the lady who, uh, yes. Cinderella, Rockefeller, yes, yes, you are a Legend of not do for Xanadu. Xanadu. Do, 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 Uh Xanadu.
0: That's the wrong Xanadu.
1: Oh, is it? Oh, dear. Oh, well.
0: Oh, well. Carry on.
1: OK. Uh, Lady Madonna. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 Who gives the money... When you pay the rent, do do, 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 do. Heaven sent. <laughs> congratulations, whoop who. and jubilations, whoop who. And I know every man that you're in love with me. Do 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 do, congratulations, whoop-oo, who. and jubilations, whoop who. And I tell everyone that you're in love with me, <laughs> yes, a uh, uh, cabaret, no, Your life is a cabaret, oh chum, what a wonderful world, oh, a the bright side, um, young girl, get out of my way, you do 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 do, you're much too young girl. Um, <coughs> um jumping jack flash, it's a blast, blast, blast. Um jumping jack flash oh, yeah. Um baby come back do 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 Baby come back, do Baby come back, do to do 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 Baby come back, do 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 Moly moly, moly moly, hey! Moly moly, woo! Moly moly, yeah! Moly moly, woo! Fire. fire! Oh dear, fire! Do-do-do! You're do, do. bing me burn, Do-do-do! Fire! Do-do-do! Oh dear, um... Do-do... I've got to get a message to you. Oh, no. Oh, no, no.
0: Uh, you running out of time, Mick.
1: Thank you. Um. Hey, <coughs> hey, Jude. don't let me down. Sing a sad song and make it better. Remember to let it into your heart And then we will try to make it better, 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 better Better, better, ooh! Um, those were the days my friend We thought that'd never end And we'd sing and dance Forever and a day Do 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 yes Goodbye for with a little help from my friends yes oh the good, the bad, and the ugly how does that go? Uh, um, oh, papa, papa, papa. he's the good, he's the bad, and he's ugly he's very good and bad and ugly at the same time
0: uh, you're making it up, it, there's no song like that, it's an instrumental
1: really? oh, thank goodness I was winging it
0: you jolly well were
1: just one more, Paul
0: alright, one more
1: Smitten. We're drink drinkin', drinkin', dilary the pink, the pink, the pink, savior so of the human race. And we have, invented medicinal compound, but it's efficacious in every case. Oh, uh, Mr. Dee Dee, I'm looking ears, and to make it all for and give gave a medicinal compound Oh, we'll drink a drink a drink The pink the pink the drink The saviour of the Asia- human race And she invented medicinal compound was efficacious Loci- sono- in every case
0: That was actually not so bad, Ick. Not so bad compared to what? Well, compared to everything else you've ever done before. Singing, I mean.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, uh, I'm going home now.
0: You are at home.
1: No, I mean, I'm going back to
0: space. Ig, don't go back to space. Well, I don't feel valued. Look, just get learning 1969. You've got one more year of the 60s to go. Try and get the songs right this time, maybe.
1: Oh, I don't know. I have never been treated with such disrespect.
0: Bye, listeners. Sorry about this. uh, Ig's having a bit of a diva tantrum.
1: I'm not having a diva tantrum. I do all this singing for you and there's, there's no gratitude at all. Oh,
0: just learn the words and the tune.
1: Words and tune, words and tune. It's always words and tune with you, isn't it?
0: Just that little thing, words and tune, you know. <sighs> Bye, listeners.
1: Bye, listeners. And <laughs> you album will be out for Christmas.
0: He wishes.
1: Such disrespect.
0: The first number one of... 1968 um was hello goodbye by the beatles um which i have a feeling was still still around new
2: year song isn't it yes hello
0: 68 goodbye 67 (laughs) um it's just a minute i made a complete muck up i'm looking at america um (laughs) (laughs) right we'll cut that bit out i did that the other day when i was doing the the, there's an outtake i put on the um the clip one of the clips episodes where I, I'm doing the, the links with Ick or whatever and I start reading the episodes and then I go through about five of them and I go, no, this a minute, this is twenty nineteen I'm reading <laughs> it. it even though we, I'm reading, we've all lost a year. Even even, even when I'm reading like two hundred and something and I, I know I didn't do any two episodes with two hundred in last year. Uh, becoming different. more and more boggled by the fact
2: that there's this is we're nearly in February of another year and yes, where did yeah. where did that go? Yes. Literally where <laughs> we nearly a year of this now, and I've lost... I just feel like I've lost a year. And you know you were alive for every day of it, but it just that's feels what, like it went
0: That's off. what podcasts are for. At least you have that to show for it. You can, show, you can say, look... <laughs> the diary I did, I did of a exi- podcaster aged... I did exist. I, uh, my voice is here to exist. <laughs> okay. Right, we'll start again. Um, <laughs> so, uh... Are you going to so, edit that bit in again? <laughs> I, I've got, that'll be an extra at the end. <laughs> <laughs> They're done, 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 they're done,